If you're watching this video and you're struggling with retroactive jealousy, I think you'll want to see this. In today's video, I want to talk about how you can set the goal of overcoming retroactive jealousy. I think this might surprise you a little bit and how you can get serious about beating retroactive jealousy for good in the new year. My name is Zachary Stockhill, and since 2013, I've been helping men and women from all over the world overcome retroactive jealousy, overcome obsessive jealousy, and often save their relationships. If you'd like to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, or you'd like more information about my work, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. And by the way, if you're a retroactive jealousy sufferer watching this video, be sure you hop onto my email list. I'll put a link in the description of this video. You're going to want to get on this email list. I'm running a special promotion in January that I really think you're going to want to be a part of if you are at all interested in beating retroactive jealousy for good as soon as possible, as soon as the new year begins. I love to talk about goals, and you've probably seen on this channel before that I put out some videos, I forget how many, on how to set goals. One of the things I talk about in this video is I think one of the main mistakes people make when they set goals is not being specific enough. And I think one of the major reasons that I've accomplished so many of my goals this year, not all of them, uh, but a lot of them, is because I've gotten increasingly specific about the goals that I want to achieve, the goals that I'm setting for myself, and increasingly specific about exactly what I'm willing to exchange in order to get what I want, in order to achieve those goals. Now, for some areas in life, this can be relatively simple. For example, just the, kind of the easiest uh, example that people often set in the new year. I want to lose weight next year. And I know someone who has set that goal a time or two. Uh, but anyway, let's say you set the goal uh, that you want to lose weight in the new year. Now, you can't just say, oh, I want to lose weight because that's incredibly vague. That's not specific. There's nothing really there. I mean, what does that mean? Do you want to lose one pound or 10 pounds or 30 pounds? You know, what does that actually mean? So instead, you write in the present tense and you say, for example, on April 1st, 2022, I weigh 195 pounds. Specific, right? That's very, very quantifiable. You can get on a scale and it either reads 195 or it doesn't. So be specific about your goals. Similarly, you can't set a specific goal without being very clear and specific about exactly what you're willing to exchange for that goal. Coming back to the weight loss example, Let's say your goal again is on May 1st, uh, 2022, I weigh 195 pounds. Underneath that, you can write things like, in exchange for reaching this goal, I'm gonna sign up for a gym membership. I'm gonna go to the gym at least four times per week. I'm gonna do 30 minutes of cardio and 30 minutes of weight training at least X number of times per week. I'm gonna track and count my calories using a handy little app on my smartphone. I'm going to write a grocery list every week and only buy things that are actually going to support me in my journey towards this weight loss. You get the idea. Be very specific about exactly what you're willing to exchange in order to achieve your goal. But how can you measure your progress when your goal is a little more abstract? For example, let's say your goal is overcoming retroactive jealousy in 2022. I got this idea from a mentor of mine called Caleb Jones. You may have seen my interviews with him for my podcast really interesting guy. And he probably got this idea from somewhere else, but it's useful. And the idea is, even if your goal is somewhat abstract, such as overcoming retroactive jealousy, assign a numeric value to where you are now and where you want to be in the future. For example, let's say you're really in the thick of it with retroactive jealousy. Let's say you're really struggling. And as many of you probably know, most of you probably know, uh, many years ago, that was me. I remember very well how it felt to struggle with retroactive jealousy on a daily basis. 
When I would wake up in the morning, my girlfriend's past, my then girlfriend's past, was the first thought I had. And when I went to bed at night, it was the last thing I was thinking about before I went to sleep. I know exactly how you feel. So let's say you're really in the thick of it with retroactive jealousy. On a scale from one to 10, with one being minimal, basically non-existent, to 10 being extreme, rate yourself. Let's say you give yourself a nine in the one to 10 scale. Let's say you're almost at the extreme end of retroactive jealousy or you feel you're right on the cusp. So the way to set your goal for the new year, for example, using the same example is, let's say, let's get really ambitious. By February 1st, my retroactive jealousy is a four out of 10, right? Now, this isn't scientific. Obviously, you can't measure something like that very specifically using a, a number that's very measured and exact. But you get the idea. You can probably imagine how a four out of 10 experience of retroactive jealousy might feel compared to a nine or a 10 out of 10 experience, how that might feel. Because chances are good that your retroactive jealousy has not remained exactly constant during the time you've been struggling. You might have days where, okay, maybe I'm at a one or a two or a three, and then you know the next day you're at an eight because you have a certain trigger. And then it goes down maybe to a five or a six, and then to a, a three, and then back up to a nine. You get the idea. You've probably had variations in the way you feel. But if you set a goal that you want a baseline of three or four out of 10 by February 1st, which by the way is absolutely achievable. And if you don't believe me, you can click the link in the description about success stories and testimonials on my website. People who put in the work get results. Sometimes in as little as two weeks, I'm not kidding, you can watch their videos, you can read their comments to get confirmation of what I'm talking about. But anyway, that's not an unrealistic goal to get your retroactive jealousy down to a four from previously a nine or a 10. Next, you wanna think hard about what you're going to exchange in order to achieve that goal. Some examples, you know, I'm gonna sign up for a coaching call either with Zach or, or someone else or perhaps a therapy appointment. I'm gonna to talk to my doctor about perhaps getting on a certain kind of medication, your doctor or your registered mental health professional. I'm gonna start a journaling practice. I'm gonna read a new book. I'm going to sign up for a gym membership because exercise is actually really useful when you're trying to beat this, just so you know. You get the idea. There are all kinds of steps that you can take. And if you want a really easy, very simple, very straightforward, and by the way, it's totally free way to get started, again, you can click the link in the description. You can join my free mini course. This is a free four-part video mini course that I put together on getting started overcoming retroactive jealousy. So click the link in the description, sign up, you can enter your email address. I won't spam you. You can unsubscribe anytime. It's totally free. But this is just one way to get started overcoming retroactive jealousy. The point is to start thinking clearly about what you're going to exchange in order to get what you want. So if your goal for the new year is overcoming retroactive jealousy, number one, fantastic. I think that's a fantastic goal. You have no idea how great your life will get once you start beating this thing. And secondly, spend some time right now thinking hard about what you're going to exchange for that goal, how you can specifically measure that goal, and how it's going to feel when, not if, you accomplish your goal. By this, I mean try to think about how that's going to feel when you reach this goal of beating retroactive jealousy or seriously limiting your retroactive jealousy. What are the benefits you're going to experience in your life? How is your relationship going to improve? How is your sleep going to improve? How is your social life going to improve? How is your working life going to improve? Really think hard about exactly why this goal is worthwhile and write that down as well. It's very important and useful to conjure up as many charged emotions as you can when you visualize the completion of that goal. And I can't wait to hear all about it. So please be sure to send me an email or post a comment on this video when you reach your goal.
Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.